again, ladies and gentlemen, Ghost Nobody here, ready to bring you Chapter 43, Part 3 of The Enemy of My Enemy. I do hope, you, as always, you've been enjoying this little retelling of the tale that I wove all those years ago. And as always, if you can like, share and subscribe to this wherever you can. Maybe you can leave me feedback, either places like fanfiction.net, archiveofourown.org, or even at my own website, ghostnobody.com. It's always well appreciated. And if you do go to ghostnobody.com, Check out Stormrider while you're there. If, well, big sexy dragonesses, orcs, elves, magic and human mages are your thing, it might be right up your alley. Oh, and while you're also there, pop over to the Ghostly Link section and check out Mortis, my original novel. You can pick up a copy from either Amazon or Smashwords. And if you do go to Smashwords, it's currently on sale, 50% off. So if you hurry before January the 1st and pick yourself up a copy, You'll get it half price. Help support me and keep me doing what I love. Bringing unlikely human and alien romance tales to you good people. And just so you know, this is going to be the last um, uh, enemy of my enemy before Christmas now. So there will be no enemy of my enemy next week. Because the only thing I'll be recording next week is the Christmas chapter of Radiance. That's the only thing I'm also going to be writing next week. So there'll be no written chapters other than the Radiance chapter as well. So that'll go out as a kind of standalone. Even though it'll be included in Radiance, it'll be standalone and it'll technically be outside of the story. So while it will be included as a chapter in the chapter listings, because I really don't have anywhere else to put it, it'll just stand alone outside of the norm. So just so you guys are known aware. So with that out of the way, let's get on with the show, shall we? Oh, but first the usual legal disclaimer. I don't own a VP or anything to do with it. That's all the right to the respective studios. I just keep all the huntresses to myself. Let's get on with the show. Chapter 43, Part 3 of Scales and Skin. I am not sure about this, Shay. What if they all hate me? Vexen said nervously as the female draconis pushed him along in front of her. Double L was walking along step with her, smiling at the nervous draconis male. They won't hate you, Vexen. Trust me, okay? These guys know their shit. They know that this wasn't your fault. Hell, I'm no expert on this stuff, but from hanging around with these guys, I've heard shit that I never would have believed in my lifetime. Plus, add on top of that, this is not the homeworld, Vexen, so no one here is going to try and force you to do anything you don't want to do. They really are nice people here, Shay said, trying to comfort the obviously scared-looking young Draconis male. She'd become something like a kind of guardian to him since they'd been brought on board and Reaper had introduced them in the hope that she would take him under her wing and show him the ropes as a fellow Draconis. Must have been a new experience for him to find the female Draconis who didn't want to hurt him, but didn't want to mate him either. He might get the attention of some girls though, but don't worry, they might come on strong. But if you don't want them to, just say no thank you. They're all super respectful here. Couldn't believe how many girls came to me when I first came to Clan Mason's homeworld, like the mit literal mirror opposite of my normal life, until I let, met my scaly angel. I had Yejuta, Zeno, Scalthor girls, to name but a few, all coming up to me to say hello and to size me up. But as soon as they found out I had a mate, they all backed off, but they were all still super nice to me. Don't you worry, Vexen. You'll be, you'll be just fine. Double L said with a confident smile that earned him a kiss on the cheek from Shay. 
As they got close, they ran into Zira and Mark, and they could hear pounding music. Hey, girl, what's going on? She asked as she looked at the door of the mess hall and then back over to the overexcited feline friend who was actually dragging Mark along by his arm. Some genius decided to get the bosses to allow them to throw an all-species disco. Come on, we have tails that are in serious need of shaking, girl. Zia said, turning and grabbing Shay, who in turn grabbed Double L, who in turn grabbed Vexen, before he could make his escape, and the group launched through the doors. The sight on the other side made both the girls squeal in delight. Not that the boys heard it over the pounding music. There were people of all species bouncing around in the air into the pounding beat of the music. Vexen had never seen anything like it in his life before, and he just stood there with his mouth hanging open looking around in amazement at all the males and females of all races jumping up and down together, and he could feel the waves of joy crashing throughout the room in time with the beat. Oh, wow, Vexen said, looking around, when suddenly out of nowhere a large figure just morphed out of the crowd, and he recognised him as once. It was Ryan Mason, the patriarch of the Tamers. Without saying a word, he reached out a hand to Vexen, who hesitantly took it, the big male hybrid led him into the crowd, and then just stopped, turned to smile at him, before with a wink, he melted into the crowd like he'd never even existed, leaving Vexen standing there looking confused, trying to see where he'd gone. He found it truly incredible that someone as big as he was could just disappear like that. But why did he lead him here at all? Oh, he poking shit. Check this out. He's got wings. I've never seen a male Draconis up close before, a deep growly voice said from behind him, and he turned around to find two big females behind him, one human and one Yejuta. He was surprised by the human woman and she looked like a power lifter. In fact, she looked like she's someone who eat, waits for breakfast. Her uniform marked them both as Guardian Corps, but they were from the support crew. They weren't hun hunters, most likely saviours, definitely not seekers. They were crew that Jack Mason had authorised to be brought on board to help maintain the ship and keep take care of the day-to-day -day stuff so that the spirits could rest and focus on battles. They were easily distinguishable from the others by their purple uniforms. Yeah, he's a cute one, all right. So you must be Vexen, right? The human said, smiling at him. Even though she looked hard as hell and dangerous, there was something in her green eyes that portrayed that behind all that muscle she actually had a really sweet nature. She had tanned white skin that seemed to make her bright blonde hair that was tied into a huge single plait that reached from her ass to the top of her head, glow. Next to her, a Yejuta friend, while taller, actually looked slightly less muscled, but she was equally pretty. She had camo-coloured, rough-looking skin, which could be called a forest camo with swirls of browns and greens that really set off her bright yellow eyes. Um, yeah, th that's me. He stammered, and both of them seemed to utterly melt. Oh, sweetie, you don't need to be scared of us. We won't hurt you. Our patriarch told us what you've been through. And I must say, I'm utterly amazed you're able to actually go out after something like that. If it were me having just been through that world of shit, I'd just deep that I'd just curl up into the deepest, darkest hole I could find. So kudos for you for getting back up on your feet. But you're safe with us, sweetie. We won't hurt you. I'm Alex, and this tower of power right here is Jelen. 
the Amazon human woman said, leaning down to him a bit so she could be, get a better look at him. He couldn't help but wonder if she had some Yejuda blood in her somewhere, given that she must have been about six foot eight tall and about sixteen to eighteen stone of solid muscle. Hey, you don't look all that comfortable in here. You want to go somewhere quieter? Alex asked, noticing the fact he kept glancing around himself and his eyes kept darting towards the exit. He nodded and the big human girl reached out a hand to him and hesitated for a moment before taking it. This was surreal for him, to be on a ship filled with strangers that all seemed to be like an odd kind of family. Jalen took his other hand and the pair walked ahead of him, pushing their way through the crowd with him in tow. Just before the exit, he caught sight of Ryan once again. He was leaning against one of the speakers, smiling at him warmly. And just like that, he vanished once again. The pair of big girls led him through the ship, neither of them speaking until they led him into what appeared to be a lush-looking garden, filled with beautiful, sweet-smelling, bright-coloured flowers, green grass and even trees. Oh, wow, this place is amazing, it's beautiful, he exclaimed, looking around in awe. Both Alex and Jelen smiled at one another. Thought you might like it here. We both like this place too, as it's nice to unwind here after a hard day's work. Kind of reminds me of home, Jelen said, in a deep, growly voice, as they steered him towards the bench in the middle of the place, that's there where they sat him down, and sat down on either side of him, kind of sandwiching in between them but not so tight that he couldn't move or breathe. But they were close enough to press up against him, and he could feel the heat radiating off both of them. I can see why. It's so beautiful and peaceful here, Vexen said, looking around. They even seemed to have a hive of honeybees that lived in a box over in the corner, and they were buzzing around, happily collecting nectar and pollen from the flowers. The bees didn't seem to be bothered by the people, and vice versa. Yep. Just sort of place to come and get some peace and quiet. So, Bexon, tell us about yourself, Alex said with a warm smile that lit up her very pretty human face. Bexon hadn't realised that human fe females could be so pretty. In fact, he never realised that Yejuta females could be pretty either. He'd obviously seen both before from the jail cell of his own mind. But the attractiveness of all other kinds of feelings weren't exactly something he could really express back then. Normally Vexen considered himself a rather private person. But there was something that these two girls shone, like a warmth. It told him that they could just he could just trust them. Not that he had any positive experience with females, really, like ever. But these two were just different. They weren't Draconis, though. To be fair, Shay was Draconis, and she was nothing like the females of his own world either. So before you knew what was happening... The words just came tumbling out of him, like a waterfall of bottled-up pain and anguish. What is there to tell, really? I grew up on the Draconis homeworld. I'm what your patriarch calls a dream warrior. But back then I got taken over by Morrigan. I didn't know anything about any of all this. All I knew was my life was shit. Life's pretty bad for males on the homeworld. We get used and abused by females of our world all the time. My life was no different. They wait until you get a breeding age and then you're pretty much fair game for anyone. Hell, your family will even use you to further relationships and things like business, offering you up to sweeten business deals. I hated it, 
My mother was cruel and cold and repeatedly told me that she never wanted a son because it was too much hassle to deal with all the requests from her friends to loan me out for the night. I had no friends, no one who would listen to me and cared about what I thought. No one was gentle, just simply taking from me what they wanted and then pretty much just throwing me out to trudge my way home, feeling nothing more than a pet or worse really, because at least pets get cared for. If I disobeyed, I'd get beaten, and then wind up having to do it anyway. My mother even used to encourage her friends to beat me if I refused to give them what they wanted. It was never good for me. Not a single one of them ever cared about me, or how they made me feel, or even if what they did to me hurt me or not. They simply took from me what they wanted, and then when they were done, it was like absolutely nothing. I saw people treat sex toys better than me. So, right when I was at my lowest, right at that point when I was sat with a stolen knife wondering about the best way to slit my throat without it hurting too much, Morrigan found me. I wish I'd done it now after all the pain I've caused. All I wanted was a friend, just one person to care about me. She reached out a hand, and like a fucking fool I took it. Vexen said, his voice cracking and wavering as he tried his hardest to hold himself together. Both Alex and Jelen looked absolutely horrified and appalled by his words. Oh my goddess. Oh sweetheart, that's fucking awful. I'd heard things were bad on the Draconis homeworld, but I had no idea they were that bad. Alex exclaimed, a voice sounding absolutely infuriated and shocked. Jelen nodded in agreement. Animals. What sort of self-respecting female would treat their males this way? I've heard whispers from others of things that Draconis males who have come to our homeworld in search of better life seeking asylum with Clan Mason. But now I see why. They are usually tight-lipped about it, but I guess they feel ashamed because of what has happened to them. That's truly horrendous. I cannot believe that any race would treat their own in such a dishonourable fashion. If I saw any female treating her male in this manner, I would beat her to within an inch of her life and then ask her how she likes it. Jelen snarled with genuine passion and anger, shaking her voice. Alex nodded in utter agreement. Those of us that like scaly boys find it hard enough to approach them, because they're always so nervy and jumpy. But until now I never really knew why. I kind of figured that they just aren't into us alien girls all that much. But after what you've just told me, I can understand their reluctance, as they're always used to such awful violence from the girls who are supposed to care for them. But then to see females who are even stronger again must scare the hell out of them. Shit, it makes all makes fucking sense now. Goddess, I always thought it was just me. The amount of times I've tried to hit on a pretty scaly boy only to have him turn into a gibbering wreck and vanish on me like a fart in a hurricane. Now I see why. Alex said with a genuine sadness in her voice. Vexen looked at her and saw genuine sadness in her eyes too. And he glanced over at Jelen and saw her doing exactly the same nod in agreement. Same here. I always wondered if I was intimidating to them. And I guess now I have my answer. Yes. But knowing now what the ones who were not born on our world, I cannot blame them. If they think their own are going to hurt them, then seeing someone like me must just scare them to death. 
Jolene said with such genuine sadness in her voice. You both like scaly boys, Vixen had curiously, and both of them smiled and nodded, before closing a bit tighter to him. Yeah, we do. Everyone has something they prefer, right? Some like skin, some like fur, some like big, some like small, some like strong, and some like weak. Everyone has something that just turns their head. Well, for us, too, it's scales. We think scaly boys happen to be the prettiest there are. We both love the way that you have those little patterns all over you. Or how some, like you, are one block colour that makes your things like your eyes really pop out against the background. We love the truly cute little snout you all have. The way you swish those chunky tails when you walk. Makes us both go weak at the knees. And now add wings onto that equation and oh boy. Yeah, hot under the collar somewhat, Alex said, making a fan in motion with her hand, and Vexen flushed under his scales as she realised he was to- she was talking about him. Wow, um, you know, I've never actually thought about anything like that myself. I suppose being locked away in my own mind and being miserable for nearly a thousand years will kind of do that. Dating or mating weren't exactly the forefront of my worries, he said. Alex looked stunned by this answer, as did Jelen. Wow, you're nearly a thousand years old, Alex exclaimed. I didn't believe the Draconis lived that long, Jelen said, and he nodded. Morrigan enhanced my longevity with her own powers, but now I'm free and Lady Pyre gave me my life back that was stolen from me, he said. Wow, you look damn good for nearly a thousand years old. I would have sworn you were just about twenty, Alex said, reaching out to touch him and making him flinch and shy away. When she realised his discomfort, she stopped dead, her hand hovering in mid-air. Oh, sorry, sweet scale. I didn't mean to make you nervous. I'm not going to hurt you, I promise. I would never do that, ever. I just wanted to feel your scales. Um, may I? she asked hopefully. He was a bit nervous about this, but he nodded his consent. In fact, being asked his consent to be touched was an absolutely new idea to him. The fact that a female would actually ask his permission to lay a hand on his body was absolutely astounding. Back where he was from, if he tried to push a female's hand away from him, he'd get at the very least a smack around the head, and then the hand would be right back where it was before. At worst, he'd be beaten down, and then she'd do whatever she wanted. So this... This was utterly new. You don't have to, Vexen. If you don't want to, then just say so, Squeakscale. We never want you to feel pressured or anything at all. This here is all yours. All this pretty belongs to you. And only to you. Not a single person on this ship will ever force you to give it up to anyone. Hell, if everyone was somebody stupid enough to try... They'll have the whole weight of the Gang Guardian Corps come down on their head like a giant fucking hammer. We take that sort of shit very, very seriously. And then you got the spirits on board too. And those boys and girls take crazy to a whole new level. If they even thought that someone was pulling shit like that on their ship, they'd fire him out of an airlock. Especially that boy Tank. He's got himself a scaly girl called Moodstone. Heard them having a conversation in the mess hall before and they were talking about it. And he quite clearly said that mate-forcing and abuse like that is his number one hate. 
and if he ever saw it, he'd beat their ass and then flush the mush out of an airlock. So this ship here, yeah, this is the safest place you could ever be in. So don't you worry, sweet scale. Just say so. You don't have to worry about offending me. I'll understand, she said softly. Vexen didn't simply have the words to express what that meant to him. Never before had a female spoken to him, not only as an equal, but with such gentle dignity. He couldn't help it. He just couldn't. Before he knew what happened, he started crying, and he just couldn't stop. Oh, shit. I'm sorry, Vexen. I didn't mean to offend you. I, I, I... Alex began to stammer as she saw it, and he shook his head vigorously, making the tears fly off his snout like a spray. I'm not offended... It's just no one's ever cared about how I felt before. No one has ever spoken to me like this before. Like I'm a real person. With thoughts and feelings of my own. Not just like I'm a piece of meat. So thank you for being kind to me. He sobbed softly. And both girls melted like chocolate in a furnace. Before he could say another word, both of them embraced him at once. Alex from the left and Jelen from the right. Oh, sweet scale, it's all right. It's okay. I promised you it's going to be okay. You're safe here with us. You're safe now, she said very softly as he felt her incredibly powerful arms encircle him and Jelen's doing the same from the other side and both girls held him protectively and tightly until he calmed down. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cry like that. I, I guess it was just too much for me. He said softly. Oh, sweet scale, if you want to cry, you do so. None of us will ever judge you. I mean, I can't even begin to imagine the shit you've been through. Alex said softly, squeezing his shoulders. And that's when an idea struck him. Um, I can show you if you like. He said, and both of them looked surprised. But then Jelen's face broke into realisation. He's a dream warrior, Alex. He can do stuff like that. They can tap into your feelings and your mind and things. Alex's face is lit up. Really? You mean we could actually see what it's like for you? She asked and he nodded. I'd like that, if it's okay with you. She said and he nodded. Ironically, the only good thing that Morrigan had actually managed to do was inadvertently teach him how to use his powers to the utmost of his ability. So channeling the power into himself, he reached out both his hands and at the same time pressed one to Alex's head and the other to Jelen's. And with a whoosh of power, Vexen drew both of them into his memories and showed them the whole raw and ugly truth of his life. Years upon years of experiences flashed through their minds in literally seconds, showing him everything from growing up on the Draconis homeworld to being imprisoned in his own mind and seeing all the vile and horrible things that Morrigan did with his body. When they came out of it, both Jelen and Alex shared the exact same expression of true horror and pain. At the exact same time, both of them burst into tears, and somehow that hurt. Seeing these two powerful Amazon-like females crying like this triggered his protective instincts that Vexen didn't even know he had buried deep in his psyche. But before he could say or do anything, both of them snatched him into a powerful hug from both sides at once. Oh, my goddess! Oh, you poor, poor thing! 
Oh, goddess, I'm so, so sorry that you went through all that. Oh, God, that was fucking horrible. How can anyone treat such a beautiful and gentle creature like that? Alex wailed, hugging him tightly. You're safe now here with us, pretty one. No one will ever treat you like that again. I wish Clan Mason would annex the Duconis homeworld to free your males. If we didn't have a non-aggression treaty with them, I'm sure our Grand Patriarch and Matriarch would hit them like a fucking hammer, Jalen said with a true venom in her voice. I wish they could. So many like me could benefit from it. Vexen said sadly from between the two emotional and angry females. It's okay now, sweet scales. You're with Clan Mason now. Half the Seeker Corps are rescued and freed nightmare assassins like you. Freed now to choose their own path and follow their own dreams. To live in a place of safety and freedom, protected by the clan. And they live for the clan, as the clan lives for them. Take you for an example. Freed from slavery you endured, and now here you are, walking around freely on the flagship of the spirits, sitting with two girls of two different species from Clan Mason in a garden in space. How more free can you get? Alex said with a warm smile. That actually cheered up Vexen rather a lot. She was truly right with that. He was free now, free to enjoy his life on his terms for the very first time. Free from abuse, from ridicule, from enslavement, from pain, from torment. A smile lit his face and both girls joined him. See, there you go. That's what we want to see. Never lose that pretty smile, handsome. You're going to melt a lot of skill-loving girls' hearts with that. And trust me on that one, because mine's melting right now. Alex said, giving him a squeeze. Mine too, Jalen said, also squeezing him. He genuinely couldn't believe this was happening to him. Suddenly Alex smiled, but this wasn't a normal warm smile he'd been seeing so far. This one had a bit of a sly look to it, and he tilted his head curiously. Um, Vexen, would you excuse us a moment? I need a word in private with my best friend here. Alex said back and in Jalen to follow her. She seemed a little reluctant to let go of him, as she seemed to be having a nice time stroking his left wing with her arm snaked behind his back. But eventually Alex coaxed her over to the trees near the big window. They seemed to have a rather animated conversation. There were lots of hand movements and arm waving and mandible flaring. Hell, though he couldn't hear the words, Jalen's thoughtful clicks cut through the distance quite easily. But eventually they seemed to reach some kind of agreement on whatever it was they were deciding on. They both wandered back over to him. But as they walked, they both seemed to have much more of a sultry sway to their hips, almost like they were being deliberately sensual in their approach to him. Um, Vexen, we were wondering if, after all the horrible shit you'd been through, you'd like to do something wonderful with us. Alex said in a soft voice, and Vexen tilted his head curiously. Um, what sort of wonderful thing? He asked curiously, and Alex and Jalen smiled at one another at the same time. Come with us, you'll find out, Sugartail, Jalen said, reaching out a hand to him, while Alex did the same. Vexen said something was up, but he felt he could trust these two, not to hurt him. Plus, after all the bad shit he'd seen and done, it would be nice to have some real friends for once. He desperately didn't want to lose that. 
so he reached out and let them pull him to his feet. The pair looped their arms around his slender shoulders and led him to the ship to the door, into the crew quarters. Alex reached out and opened it, and they steered him into the room, which was made up of two beds, a small living space, but a shared bathroom. But it wasn't tiny. Welcome to our humble abode, Vexen. Sorry about the mess, Alex said, and Vexen looked around, trying to see the mess of which they spoke. The place was absolutely spotless, as far as he could see. Though it was kind of funny. The room had been definitely decorated in their unique tastes. On one side there were Yuzhutra artefacts like a clan-marked hunting mask and bits of armour, and the other side was very pink. Turned out that Alex was a closet girly girl, and even had stuffed animals on her bed, all of which appeared to be little dragons. In fact, the only thing they seemed to have in common were the posters, taken from something called Playscale, that had handsome-looking, scantily-clad Scalthor guiles in suggestive poses dotted around on either side. In fact, both of them stuck, had one of them stuck to the ceiling above their pillows. And suddenly Vexen felt kind of nervous, like he'd sort of stepped into a lion's den. Would you like a drink, Vexen? Jelaine asked, striding into the room and bending over so she could reach into a cabinet next to her bed. Vexen's eyes popped out of his skull as he got the first view of Eugenia femininity at its very best. Her legs were truly solid and seemed to just go on forever. But when they did end, wow did they have an ending, curving into an utterly shapely rear end that looked like it could be the softest pillow or cracked bricks. Um, yes please, he said, and Alex steered him by the shoulders and gently panted him down on the bed to sit down. He was starting to feel really nervous now, and Alex started noticing his eyes darting towards the door and his obvious discomfort. So she turned around and squatted down before him. Hey, Sugartail, it's okay. You're okay. You're safe here with us, all right? We're not going to hurt you. Nothing this night happens without your permission. We would never hurt you or disrespect you. All this beauty right here, this is yours. It belongs only to you. And only, you're the only one who ever gets to touch it. And no one ever will without your say-so. Ever. She said, pointing towards his chest. He nodded nervously. Uh, okay. I'm just wondering what it is you expect of me. Vexen asked nervously and Alex smiled softly. We expect nothing, Vexen. Because to expect something would indicate that you owe us something. And you owe us nothing. Nothing at all. We're just happy you're here with us, and we got to meet you, and we got to be the first to show you a new world. Now that's not to say we wouldn't like very much for something to happen, but that's your decision entirely, one that you can make for yourself. And we both want you to know that no matter what you decide, we won't think any more or less of you. We already do now, and we already do now. We're just both truly stoked to be this close to an utterly gorgeous scaly boy. And you simply being here with us, trying your best to be friends with us, has already made our day. Hell, it's made our fucking year. So very, very few girls get to meet you, pretty to honest boys, that this is truly a joy for us. Those long, gorgeous wings, that long, kissable neck, that cute-as-fuck little snout you got, that thick, strokeable tail. 
You are a whole world of handsome wrapped up in those gorgeous smooth scales of yours. So we're already happy, Vexen, Alex said, and Jalen handed him a glass of what appeared to be a juta whiskey. Um, thank you, Alex, that actually means rather a lot to me, Vexen said, and Alex patted his shoulder as she stood up and then sat down next to him. He looked up at her and then took a sip of his strong-tasting whiskey that burned before warming him all the way down. Um, if I might ask, what would you like to happen, Alex? He asked softly, and she smiled and leaned down as she could look him right in the eye, but there wasn't any predatory nature to those beautiful green eyes. Well, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't very, very hopeful that you'd give us both a chance to show you the both the wonders and joys of both humanity and the Yejuta. This is not something we ever do. In fact, this is something that neither of us have ever even considered before. But having seen all the horrors of your life, and the shit and pain you've been made to endure, we both agreed that we'd like to be given the chance to show you the simple joys of life. Plus, I'd be lying if I said that we didn't very much like to get the chance to sample the beautiful delights of an exquisite scaly boy like you. But this is your choice, Vexen. All yours. If, not that, if that's not something you'd like or want, then that's absolutely fine. We never force you or pressure you. If you just want to chill here with us and have a drink, then we'd be more than happy. If you just want to be friends with us, then that's fine and cool. But if you want to give us a chance, I swear to you that we'll show you why us skin girls have what it takes to make you happy. And I know this sounds truly crazy considering we only just met. But after seeing all your memories, we both feel like we've known you our entire lives. It's odd, but also nice, she said. Vexen was absolutely bowled over as his brain processed what they were actually offering him here. He couldn't believe his luck. First he gets rescued by the Dark Angel himself, and then he gets let loose on a ship that looks like it belongs in an interspecies love and cooperation magazine. And now he has two incredibly beautiful skin girls offering him something he couldn't believe. No strings friendship. Oh, and sex too. But both of you? He stammered in disbelief and they both nodded. Don't get me wrong, this isn't something we've ever done before. Not once or ever. We've been friends our whole life and never once have we considered, you know, sharing a guy like this. But both of us wanted to do something for you. To show you the true joys of being alive, Vexen. And what better way than some guilt-free love. Just this once, you can be the filling in a human yajuta sandwich. And we promise you we'll leave you smiling and happy to be alive. Plus, if we're really lucky, maybe one of us can walk off with a prize worth its weight in gold. She said, and Vexen looked confused. What prize? he asked. Your big scaly heart. She purred softly, and at her words he felt a huge lump in his chest from said scaly heart that said it would be rather happy for the big beautiful human girl to run off with it. Vexen was truly stunned, and suddenly Eugène turned his head so he was looking at her, and her eyes truly shone. Don't feel pressured, little beautiful scaly one. There's no obligation here. Just three new friends enjoying a drink. But if you would like more, 
the offer is there, she said softly. Vexen took a deep breath. For the first time in his life, he was in control of his own body and choices. They were offering him and not telling him. They were telling him that he was beautiful and they would like to be intimate with him. But there was no force or pressure, just joy. He felt like he was going to give cry again at being given such a wonderful choice. He took a deep breath and reined in his emotions. I accept. If you want me tonight, then I'm yours. Both of yours, he said in a soft voice, and both girls literally exploded, making him jump out of his scales. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Vexen. We promise you won't regret it. Alex squealed, hugging him tightly before he turned and got hugged again by an equally excited and happy Jen. Alex turned him back and then lowered her face again. And just so we're clear, pretty boy, if at any time you feel uncomfortable, you tell us, okay? We're not the ones that can read minds here, so if you want to stop or something doesn't feel good or right, just say so, okay? She said, and he nodded, literally one second before her incredibly soft, warm, feminine human lips pressed to his, and her tongue invaded his mouth, seeking his tongue out like a heat-seeking missile. She chased it of cherries, and his head went instantly foggy as little electric bolts of pleasure trickled into his head. He felt a big pair of clawed hands running up and down his wing struts, exploring them, tenderly feeling the folds of wing skin. It sent shivers throughout him, and she obviously felt them. He felt her mandibles gently tickling the sides of his head and neck. I didn't hurt you, did I? She asked softly in his ear while using her mandible tusks to stroke his sensitive horns. Male draconis horns are even more sensitive than females, so it made him shiver even more. No, it feels nice, he gasped. She began to coil her tongue over his horns one at a time. Good, because we're going to make you feel so good tonight. You're making our dream come true by giving us a night to taste the joy of a beautiful scaly boy. So we're going to make all of yours come true by letting you see how real females should treat their males. The gen purred as she nibbled and licked his horns, making tingles explode to the top of his head as Alex showed his face and mouth with a ton of soft kisses. Alex's hands were trembling gently as she hurriedly undid his new uniform buttons so she could get to his scaly chest within. As soon as she was in, she proceeded to run her hands all over her. Her skin was warm and soft. Her touch was incredibly gentle. He couldn't help but gasp as her fingertips ran gently along the ridges of his scales, tickling each one. Does that feel nice, Sugartail? She whispered, trailing kisses up and down his neck and along his lower jaw. As he opened his mouth to gasp, she seized his tongue and gently sucked on it, surprising him, but in a very good way. Yes, it feels wonderful, he moaned softly and very gently, and Alex began to peel his overalls off him, with Jalen helping to get them over his wings by undoing the toggles that sealed around his wing struts and leaving him bare-chested as the two sets of hands began to explore, explore his bare scale. So pretty and smooth, they feel like glass, 
Jalan said, admiring his body from her side and running her inquisitive hands all over his now exposed torso. Vexen squeaked softly as her claws ran over his scales, tickling them. She obviously loved the feeling of his scales, and Alex joined in her curious exploration of his upper body, making his scales tingle as her warm fingers joined the exploration. Jalen's hands slid down his flanks to his hips and moved around so she could slowly peel his overalls down further, gently pulling them down, pulling him in, down into her lap so his legs were facing towards Alex, who got the hint and after pulling his legs into her lap removed his boots, pulling the remainder of his clothes now off him, leaving the very nervous male draconis as naked as the day he was born on the bed between the two excited and curious females. Oh, wow, look at him, Jelen. He's absolutely gorgeous. Look how that tail just flows into his back. How those scales look like black glass. And oh, those wings make him look like a scaly angel fallen into our laps direct from heaven. Alex breathed, letting her eyes drinking every inch of his naked body. Jelen was doing the exact same thing behind him. And as he looked up, he could see her eyes roaming over him, drinking in every part of his nakedness and blatantly loving everything she saw. You are beautiful, Vexen. Do not let anyone ever tell you different, she said in a deep, happy and growly voice. I do believe it's time we show our scaly angel what he's going to be getting tonight, don't you, my friend? Alex said, grinning at Jelen, who nodded and smiled back. Yes, it is only fair. He has laid here as naked as the day he came from his mother's womb, and we're admiring him. It's only right that he gets to admire us too, she replied. And with that, both of them climbed off the bed and stood up in front of him as he sat there up just to watch them. His heart was drumming away in his chest as the apprehension built. He could never in his life ever imagine such thing happening to him. Not just one female paying attention to him, but two and best friends as well. This was both terrifying and exciting all at once. Alex went first, and for someone so big and solid, she moved so lithely and essentially. She moved slowly and essentially as she stripped off every inch of her clothing, tantalising him and teasing him with every inch of her beautiful white flesh that she revealed to him. Her bust, although modest, was exquisitely proportioned to her body, each orb of incredibly soft-looking feminine flesh bounced slightly as she freed them from their cloth prison. But before his mind actually had a chance to realise what he was seeing, human breasts for the first time, she spun on the spot and did a slow bend at the waist. She pulled down both her pants and her underwear down, revealing to him a rear end that looked like it could either crush nuts or open bottle caps, or possibly both. As she turned back towards him, his eyes roamed down her solid six-pack abs and over her wide hourglass-like hips, before settling on a small strip of blonde fuzzy hair that topped her womanhood, which peeked out from between her thighs like a small strip of red velvet, begging to be explored slowly and carefully. I was going to ask you what you think, but I do believe that your honest body of yours has answered it for me. She said, pointing playfully with a finger down his body, and Vexen looked down to see pink flesh manhood slipping its way out of its protective sheath as it began to fill with blood at his creeping arousal. 
It didn't resemble a human manhood in any way, way, shape or form, other than being a penis, that was. His was covered in very sensitive raw flesh all the way down, unlike a human's. It was bright pink and red and veiny with a narrow tapered tip. Both Alex and Jelene stared at it wantingly before Jelene started to strip tease and perfectly mimicking her friend's move as she exposed every inch of her glorious body as well. She was a lot bigger than Alex, what with being a Yajutra and all. But again, she was perfectly proportioned. Her heavy-looking breasts falling free of her bra, she flung it onto the bed. But hers didn't bounce like Alex's did, meaning there was a lot more muscle in them. When she was done, she stood next to her friend, leading on her shoulders and smiling at his reactions. He didn't need to look down to know that when she bent over to show off that absolutely carved feminine rear end of hers, it had filled to the, with blood to the point that it began to ache. For the first time in his life, he actually wanted, no, not somebody, some bodies. Though he knew it immediately, he didn't believe it. he had the heart to say it. He preferred Alex. There was just something about the human that captivated him. Jelene was exquisite in her own right. She was a vision of Yejuta feminine beauty. But there was just something about Alex that captivated him. She was truly breathtaking. The pair approached him and slid back onto the bed, once again taking up their positions on either side of him. We never in our lives have ever considered doing anything like this, Vexen. So this is a new one to us, as it is to you. So, if we do anything you don't like, or that it feels bad, please tell us, okay? We won't be offended. I promise, we just want to make this night as beautiful for all of us as we can. But especially for you. You've suffered so much pain and indignity, that we want it to be us that shows you the simple joys of life. Things like the beautiful consent. We'll make you feel a little scaly prince under our care, I promise, Alex said, and Vex nodded in agreement. Please be gentle with me, he said softly, melting both girls' hearts with his show of vulnerability. Jelen embraced him and kissed the back of his neck softly, nipping softly with her mandibles and sending little trills of pleasure throughout him. We would never be anything but gentle with you, beautiful one. She said softly in between nips. Vexen had actually never experienced gentleness like this before. The pair of them began kissing him all over his body. He only became aware of his own freedom to touch when with a small smile Alex took his hands and applied them to both her breasts which were like soft pillows hiding with really solid muscle. I saw you looking. thought you might like a feel. You are free to touch us however you want. We want you to, she said softly, coaxing him on. He couldn't help himself. Her skin was like silk, and he drew his hands like they were magnetised. He found himself exploring every curve and every tiny nook that he could find, and soon Jelen's skin drew his lips because he didn't want her to feel left out. He wanted them both to feel happy and pleased with his efforts for them. So his hand blindly explored Alex. His lips began to trail kisses on Jelen's chest, making her gasp and purr. Someone's hand brushed his manhood, sending an explosive trill of pleasure up through him, 
his long, soft fingers, which he realised belonged to Alex, coiled lightly around his shaft, began to stroke and tease him, making him gasp now. Oh, it looks like our scaly angel likes it gentle, she said in a second hand, rougher in texture than the first, began to caress his balls, making an embarrassing squeak escape him, and Jelens chuckled softly, knowing that she hadn't hurt him. It appears so, she purred. Vexen, there's something I'd like to try where, you, where all three of us can have fun together. Would you be game? Alex asked, and he nodded breathlessly. His mind was foggy from the pleasure they were giving him with their relentless stroking and touching. Alex beamed from ear to ear and nodded to Jelen, who laid him down flat on his back. She moved forward, so he found himself looking right up into her undercarriage as it appeared over his face. He saw a pale green flower opening up under her, dripping her essence down onto her neck, onto his neck as she aligned himself over her. I wish you to taste me while you do this, Alex. I'll show you the delights of the human body. She growled softly down at him, and he nodded not fully understanding, but willing to both trust them and go along with it. They seemed to abhor the idea of harming him or forcing him, so he was more than willing to indulge them and hopefully please them both, as they were trying to do for him. He was very adept at the particular act at which Jelen was asking of him, having been forced to perform it many, many times since he was young on many different females. But this was the first time in his life that he actually wanted to perform it. He felt like she deserved the pleasure it would give her. And as she lowered her incredible body into place, his senses were overwhelmed by the incredible heat and intoxicating scent of a very healthy and aroused Jujuta female. As she lowered down, the pale green lips of her flower opened like a beautiful petal. He wasted no time leaning forward and running his very long tongue up her slit making her squeal as he tasted her sensitive flesh. She tasted sweet as nectar, and he wasted no time at all sliding his tongue into her tight, hot depths, tasting right the way up to the neck of her womb. Oh, Pyre! He's licking my womb! she exclaimed as his long tongue ran over the sensitive nerves located there. Suddenly he felt a weight of being applied to his hips, and another set of hands pressed down on his torso. Well then, I'd better get to work paying him back for all his vigour, hadn't I? Alex said breathlessly from somewhere down him, though he couldn't see through Jelen's ample rear to see her. But oh hell, he could feel her. Oh boy, did he feel her. Because he, as you say, a single word, she engulfed him in pure heaven. Silk and hot, tight, very slick heaven. And it took him a moment to realise that she'd buried him inside herself, so he could honestly say that humans were truly superior to Draconis in this area, or at least this human was. Oh, fuck! Oh, Jelen, he's perfect. He's truly perfect! Alex squeezed as she hilted him inside her, and he felt her silky internal flesh sending starbursts of pleasure throughout him she stroked and caressed his sensitive, nerve-riven, masculine flesh as she pushed as deep as he could into her depths. I cannot wait for my turn, 
but right now he is turning my mind to sludge with his incredible tongue. To con his females of porking fools, to treat such beautiful treasures with such awful disdain. Jelen roared in pleasure, making him feel incredibly happy at both her words and her actions. Then let's show him our joys, and hopefully one of us will get to steal him away from them. Alex moaned as her hips began a torturous rhythm that sapped his strength and bathed him in purest ecstasy as her human womanhood began to work on him, electrifying every single nerve ending with pleasure and joy as she made slow, sweet, gentle but still passionate love to him. Alex's motions were incredible. She set such a wonderful pace, pulling him right back to his tip before spearing him back into the depths to kiss her womb with each and every thrust. All the time, while he was working diligently on the gen, tasting her insides and making her squeal and moan, the three of them were a writhing, moaning mass of interspecies pleasure, not one of them the same, but wonderfully similar enough to make this work. Every thrust of Alex's powerful hips makes Vex and body shake and writhe, pinned as he was under the two incredible females, they just kept going on him until Jen let loose a tremendous roar, sending a wash of her nectar down his tongue and into his mouth, where it slid straight down his waiting throat, swallowing every drop greedily given. Alex wasn't far behind her friend, screaming in ecstasy as her orgasm hit and began to squeeze the life out of his manhood that was buried in her depths. This in turn triggered Vexen's own orgasm and white-hot sheet of purest pleasure he'd ever felt in his life was squeezed from him by the powerful human female's muscles, making cry out in a voice he never knew he had, though to be fair he'd never allowed to orgasm when he wanted to before, and it was truly a joyous feeling. Vexen's body felt as light as air, as pleasure he'd never been dreamed existed blew through him. With every jet of his hot essence he expelled into Alex's waiting womb, she was moaning in pleasure as he filled her, begging him to give it all to her. But when he was finally done, the pair climbed off him and both lay down, nuzzling and kissing the messy male that they just laid under him. I'll go wash up, and then we can switch ends and go again, if that's okay with you, Vexen. Think you have another round in you, pretty boy? Alex asked in a hopeful smile on her face. Jelen looked very hopeful too. And exhausted as he was, he nodded. Oh, thank God. Because I tell you what, Sugartail, that was the best sex I've ever had in my life. No human compares to the way you feel. Not even close. I'm bloody hooked now. I just fancied your kind before. Now I'm sodded addicted to you. More specifically, to you. Alex said, hiding over to the bathroom to wash herself up. When she returned, Jelen was already hard at work, teasing her, his manhood back out with her fingertips, lightly stroking and playing until it came out of its sheath again. Now it's my turn to show you your juta pride, she growled, hopping up onto him. Before he could answer her, she got to watch every inch of his manhood vanishing into her pale green depths, and he felt her incredible muscles gripping him and drawing him deep inside her. Alex appeared over him with a smile as wide as a dinner plate. She sat down on his face, moving around to make sure his nose was free so he could breathe easily. She tasted very different to Le Gen. Sweeter, 
more intense. In fact, he definitely preferred her flavour to the beautiful Yuzhuta, hands down. But the reaction of his invading tongue was the same. But as the three of them writhed again together, something very strange happened. Vexen reached out with his abilities, and he felt their minds in the fog of their passion and pleasure. Threads of consciousness wove together into strands that sent every zing of pleasure felt by any one of them through all three of them, and both girls screamed in pure ecstasy at once. "'What's happening? What is this?' Alex exclaimed as she realised she could feel what it was like to be inside her friend, and what it was like to have him inside her as well. "'It's a Vexen's abilities. He's joining us together so we can feel each other's pleasures.' And each other's hearts, Jelaine exclaimed as she bore down, never ceasing her incredible movements. Oh, by the goddess, I never imagined something so good, Alex wailed as Vexen kept licking her. This time the bomb of orgasm went off, it blew through all three of them in one huge blast that dropped the all three into a soggy, sweaty, pleasure-soaked, gibbering pile of flesh and scale and mush. Eventually, the three of them regained some semblance of mind, and the two girls turned around to lay either side of him and to tightly embrace him in between them. You're a treasure, Vexen, one I wish I could keep forever. But even if I can't, I'll remember this night for the rest of my life. So thank you so much for everything you did for us, Alec, Alec said, softly kissing his neck and nuzzling him. No, Alex, thank you for freeing my heart and letting it soar free, he said softly. It's just a pity you prefer humans, Vexen, or I would rock your world every night. But instead I will trust my best friend to do it in my stead. Or I will make you this promise. If she ever messes it up, I'll be on you like a facehugger, and I will never let go, Jelaine said softly but happily, and Alex looked confused. Huh? What are you talking about? She asked, and Jelen kissed Vexen's scaly chest before looking over it at her best friend. Didn't you feel it as our hearts entwined? He prefers humans to Yajuta. More accurately, he prefers you. Now, while I will not lie and say I am not disappointed, I am not unhappy, because I got to experience this wonder of a man first hand, and I will be forever grateful f to him. For the pure gift he gave me this night. He cemented my love of scaly boys. But this scaly boy is not meant for me. He's meant for you. She said softly. And Alex's eyes widened as the realisation of what she just felt set in. Truth filtered through her mind like a glowing sand. As her memories reforged into hooves. It's true. I felt it. You do like me, Vexen. Alex exclaimed, looking up at him. He felt kind of shy and nervous now, but he couldn't lie, and he just nodded. I never realised I was attracted to humans until I met you. But yes, you're the most beautiful woman I have ever beheld. And that's not to diminish your beauty, Jelen. You're just truly breathtaking, he said, but she held up her hand and smiled at him. But I don't do it the way that she does it for you, right? she said, and he felt really guilty until she lifted his chin. Don't you dare be ashamed of that, pretty one. We wouldn't be here like this 
if both we weren't the way we were. All we did was teach you who you are. Now embrace it. And her. And the two of you make the happiest memories you can. But I swear this to you, Vexen. If she fails you, I'll be on you like scale rash. And no amount of scrubbing is going to get me off. So one chance, Alex. Don't let him down. Or me. Jolene said and the beautiful human female shook her head. Never, she said and Jolene nodded approvingly. Good. Now will you two let me have one last thing from you? She asked and vexed and spoke without hesitation. Anything. Name it, he said. She smiled. Let me share your chest with your new lover for just one night, please. Let me fall asleep to your heartbeat. She said softly, and surprisingly vulnerably. Vexen smiled. I can do you one better than that, he said, and with a little bit of effort, he flexed both of his wings out, and like soft leather blankets, he wrapped one around each of them. The three of them curled up together, and for the very first time in his entire life, Vexen sank into a sleep filled with light, joy and happiness darkest now chased away by the love of a good woman and the protection and of an even better friend yeah, so that was chapter 43 part 3 ladies and gentlemen only one part left to go of chapter 43 now but who's going to be next if the little interspecies love fest that is chapter 43 we're going to have to tune in next time to find out so until next time this is Ghost Nobody signing off and saying I'll see you all next time